Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 531 for the week of February 8th, 2020. I'm Chris Privetier, bringing you RP Gamers weekly news, but I don't do it alone. Oh, no, no, no. A lot of people help. Such, I don't even have to make this sheet anymore. People, it just happens. I think Kelly does it, and Alex, and everybody. And it's so lovely. And I love them all. So, first of all, Kelly Ryan, hi. Hello. I love you. It's been a while. Yeah. Peter Thomas. Hello. You don't help with the sheet much, but I still love you. I, I add my stuff only. <laughs> all right, I appreciate that. You're the best. Alex Fuller. Hello. You're British, but I still love you, even though you succeeded from the world. How's that going, by the way? Yeah, like I said last week, just give us... Nothing's on fire months. yet? Ten, ten okay. months or so. Ten months, okay. All right, cool. <sighs> We're here. I think that's that's actually what you get, right? Ten months. <laughs> oh, you forgot, okay. You forgot Josh. Yeah. Josh is here. No. Hey, no. Josh, Josh. Josh Carpenter. Hey. You're not. You're not sick anymore. Hi. No, no, not sick this week. Good. I'm, I'm recovering. You're recovering from yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you tell and us what sinus you've been, infection? Yeah, and sinus infection. Why don't you tell us what you've been playing since you've been sick? You've surely played a lot and had a lot of fun being <laughs> sick right yeah yeah sick is fun yeah sick is fun uh -huh. oh totally um yeah while i was sick i was playing a lot of trails of cold steel 3 i'm still slowly trudging my way through that um uh, i'm loving that game but man it you know like my, my penchant in the trail series for talking to all the all the npcs kind of makes it take forever i think i'm like well, 75 hours you do all that though right yeah yeah, yeah you don't play it properly <laughs> like it's so supposed like to be well written and enjoyable in a world that people uh, fall in love with so like you would want to experience as much as possible i would think yeah Wait, you're gonna I've learn been, japanese playing... oh go ahead no i've been playing that wrong the whole time by just you know plowing through the main story yes yeah T take my gamer card away I, it was already <laughs> confiscated you've been gaming without a license you're going to jail <laughs> You're going to gamer I'm, I'm jail. Go, I'm going to gamer you jail. You have to play the Ouya. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's what you do in gamer jail. Is it the replacement for the that now, ending. Stadia? Yeah. <laughs> going to force you to stream everything on the Stadia. Oh, no. no. To your Ouya. Yeah, to the Ouya. Ouya. Frickin' Ouya. I repent for my sins. Nope. Don't send me to Ouya jail or Stadia jail. And she starts Stadia. making bad puns. It's like, are you a gamer? She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She turned Canadian. <laughs> gamer jail's in Canada, of course. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I, I love the derail. No, no. I mean, I, I love Trails of Cold Steel, but, man, it, it is a difficult game to talk about because everything is just, you know, story and spoilers um <laughs> i just playing that game and as it's developing i'm like right at the end of chapter three like i love how how much gray there is in the story like almost everyone is kind of evil to certain to a certain extent or another you know like the ouroboros the collection of you know the evil society is definitely evil but i mean the uh the government of Erebonia isn't exactly a whole lot better. Chancellor Osborne is 
totally willing to kind of like, you know, destroy Ozzy Osbourne. Gilliath Osbourne. Gilliath. Oh, that's too bad. I'm glad I finished Trails too, because otherwise that would have been a spoiler. Just saying that he's still alive. I suppose. Yeah. Are you spoiling (laughs) Uh, Trails games for me, Josh? The hell? Maybe. It's kind of hard. It's okay. At least the story isn't important, and the world building doesn't matter. Falcon goes out of his way to spoil that. Oh, okay. You know, if if you haven't even played Trails in the Sky, just look, reading the manual for for Trails One spoil stuff. In a way that matters, though. A, a little bit. Oh man! It, it it spoils a character identity of like a major character. <gasps> what? A twist. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's fun about the games. Yeah, and it was telling me it, all it the art books matter. are spoilers, the trailers are spoilers, the mm-hmm. the, the box art is spoilers. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything anybody says about a Trails game, that's a spoiler. It's all spoilers. But, but on the plus side, there's so many twists in the game anyway. Even if you get a few of them spoiled for you, there's plenty more to come. Oh, good. <laughs> even if I've spoiled a couple for you, Chris, there's still plenty for you to see. I don't even remember. Chancellor Galron, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> to, to be 100% honest, at my age, I have stopped giving a crap about worrying about spoilers. Yeah. Like, if I find out, I find out. And sometimes, like, the journey is half the battle or something. Wait, no. Yeah. That's something else. It's just, like, try not to spoil the, the, you know, the central story events. But, you know, like, not try not to worry too much about every single little thing not being spoiled. Yep. Uh, So, other game. It's been so long since I've been on a normal podcast. I haven't got to talk about uh, Visteria Saga 1. What is War that? of the Scions. Westeria. This... Is this a Chemco game? No, no. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a Fire Emblem game. What? Yes, this is from uh, this is from one of the original. Uh, oh, this developers. one. This is the indie-looking Fire Emblem. Yes, yes. Not built, Fire Emblem. Built in Fire Emblem Maker, right? More or less. Yes, yes. The uh, one of the original uh, developers on the going way back to like the Famicom and Super Famicom days on Fire Emblem. He and a, a studio worked together to create a uh, RPG maker for strategy RPGs called SRPG Studio. And they made this game, I think, like three or four years ago in the SRPG Studio called Vestaria Saga. It's kind of like their promotional thing for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after, you know, whatever, three years or whatever, it just came out, I think, officially released last month or maybe it was in the end of December. In yeah, end, end of December. End of December, yeah. So, uh, you know, like it, it is a old school, you know, like Famicom GBA style Fire Emblem game. So I'm like, sure, I like Fire Emblem. I'll give this a shot. You, you boot the thing up. It's it's a PC only release right now. I boot the thing up and it's in four by three. It's not widescreen. Okay. So it's just four by three windowed. Old school. I'm like, oh. Old school, yeah. yeah. Does like, that thing okay, not? Let's... Does that engine not do widescreen or something? I'm getting, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, sure. You know, I'll just go to the settings. I'll go to the settings. Know, this yeah. Uh huh. This this happens every once in a while. You uh-huh. know, a game will open up in like the lowest uh, resolution that it supports. I've seen that before. No biggie. Oh, no biggie. So you go to the settings, and I'm poking around. There's no settings for graphics. There's nothing about like, you know, changing the uh, resolution or making it full screen or anything. So I'm like, okay, maybe it has a separate loader for the those kind of settings. I've seen that before. 
especially in older school games where, you know, they've separated out the graphics and, and you have to do that separately before you start the game. Mm-hmm. So I go and I look and like, no, no, not finding anything. So then I start like poking around on the forums and then I learn like, okay, the only two ways to even get the game into full screen is to either hack an INI file, you can make it boot up in full screen mode, or there's a shortcut, F4, you can make it go full screen. But that doesn't change the resolution, so it just stretches the 4x3 out oh, no. to wide screen. No, Yes, yes. No, everyone's wide. Yeah. Stick emblem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, oh geez, like so. So once again, there's nothing in the game that explains that this does this. You have to go like poking around on the forums to figure this stuff out. So you know, okay, fine, got this going. Start playing the game. I'm like, the you know, the story starts. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a screenshot. Screenshot, you know, like the shortcut in Steam is F12. Yep. So you press F12, the screen goes black and it goes back to the title screen. I'm like, okay, uh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah, like that's a weird bug. So I'm like, okay, I start playing again. You know, I, I like, I think I restarted the game and like, okay, maybe I just got a weird bug. Press the screenshot button again, does the same thing. I'm like, what the heck? I start once again, go to the forum, start poking around. Apparently when they programmed this game, they programmed F12 to be the reset button. <laughs> so whenever you press F12, it will reset and take you back to the title screen. Yes. Yes. Because that's perfect for a Steam game. Perfect. <laughs> you better hope that the cat doesn't flop on the keyboard while you're playing or you're going to yeah. be pretty pissed. I mean, that's like an old thing that Fire Emblem games... I don't know if they still do that. I mean, they always used to have that combination well, of like left, right, and start. Well, you're probably used to like the, um, game. the Game Boy ones, and that was a yeah, Game Boy co- combo. They have that, but it's like a bon- a combo so that you can't accidentally set it off. You have to like be trying to do that. Having well, it on with one Nintendo's key. new Circle Pad F12 key, you can add that button onto your 3DS and and be good I mean, to go. try having a one key press on that. Like you drop something on the keyboard and you can reset it. Yeah. yeah. Or you but, know, like like I said, having forbid you have a jerk of a cat like Scotty. Exactly. <laughs> Just walk across your keyboard and like, up, oh, yep, yep, you lost your progress. Salting, salting Josh's cat? Come on. <laughs> Even Josh says that Scotty's kind of a jerk. Well, I mean, he is. he's a cat, so he probably is. But still, we shouldn't he... cast aspersions or whatever. He, he's not being he... a jerk right now. Yeah, so what, what's, exactly. You know. Chris, he's interrupted this very show. You know for a fact that he's a jerk. <laughs> but he's our jerk. I know, and we love him. <laughs> hey, hey, as they note in the forums, you can go in and hack the INI file to change that default uh, for the reset button to be something oh, else. Why am so I complaining? Why are you complaining the then, Josh? You can just hack the game and it'll be fine. Yeah, no kidding. This is it's like an 1988, I and I'm creating a boot disk no, to you know, make X Wing run. <laughs> You know, I and I setting file hacking is fine. It's not the end of the world. I'm I'm okay with that. So okay. So I'm like, okay, like there supposedly this game supports a gamepad. So I'm like, okay, I can kinda like kick back and just, you know, play this with the uh my wired Xbox three sixty controller. Plug that in, start trying to use it. 
No, it doesn't like this. Like I can move the control the cursor left and right, but like it really doesn't want to accept up and down. And it only works with the uh, the joysticks, not with the actual D-pad. No clue why. Okay. And, and sometimes it doesn't even respond to my button presses. So. <laughs> All right. What kind of controller does it want? I have no earthly. If it doesn't work with an Xbox 360 controller, a wired Xbox 360 controller, I don't know what. You know what controller does it work with? That's kind of the default. You know. So that would be an Windows X controller, input, right? So. You'd need a D input, like a PS4 controller plugged in. Yeah. See if it likes that. That'd be yeah. a little different. <laughs> so, okay. So, so you know, like, after all this, like, I'm playing with the keyboard and mouse. And, you know, like, I'm getting into a bunch of the menus. So, like, like you might do on a keyboard, you know, when you're deep in the menus, you might hit the escape key to kind of, like, back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that because that closes the game completely down. Well, I mean, well, of course. what do you think escape means? <laughs> Get you me out, out of here. You want to escape. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Come Don't on. Don't worry. You can hack the I and I files. Oh, good. Oh, good. You can change that one, too. Good. All right. Good. Recurring yeah, you theme. Know. At least yeah, they're consistent with their UI thing. design. It's exactly. all in this one file. <laughs> at, least, at least they made it convenient to hack so that you can fix all these problems that it has. It's oh, not a hack. Gosh. It's a setting. It's a configuration <laughs> setting. Listen, you. It's not a glitch. It's a feature. You used to have all that crap inside win.i and i. So you should be happy you have it just for that game. You don't have to edit files that'll affect your system. Oh, God. Be appreciative oh. of how far we've come. <laughs> and then as you're playing, they have this. The, the One of the few things they have programmed in the game is a, a warning that tells you if you start skipping through the text too quickly, you might just crash the game. Well, like <laughs> Mr. Rossetti is going to come out and be like, hey, hey, kid, you're going too fast. Yep. <laughs> There's a back, speed back limit on this sucker. Back it down. <laughs> like, ah, excuse me. Um, Like, one of the, I mean, the crazy thing is, like, the gameplay itself is okay, um, I'm not real. I'm not a real big fan of the uh, of the graphics in the game because it doesn't. It's like smoothed over a little bit too much to have like a a pixel art sort of uh, nostalgia, but it also just kind of looks low res, and it of course especially looks really bad if you go full screen, and it gets stretched out into a non you know a non ideal aspect ratio. Yeah, I, um, I pulled up a video and everything looks really tiny. Yeah. Because I don't know what the resolution is. I know it's not like 640 by 480, but it's low. It, it looks tiny on uh, on my, uh, you know, 1440p screen in windowed mode. <laughs> this game, man. Postage stamp emblem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think, I think Kelly, you called it Kmart Fire Emblem. I think yeah. that's, a pretty apt, that's a pretty apt description for it. Mm-hmm. Like. The gameplay itself is, you know, it feels a lot like an old uh, Fire Emblem game. I've never really dug into like the pre-GBA ones, the the you know the ones that were Japan only on the Famicom and Super Famicom. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a good feel for those, but that's kind of what it feels like. It has, it plays like that. It's very, it's very difficult. There's permadeath. 
The RNG is not friendly. Last night I quit on it because I got like one of my main characters got hit three times in a row with a critical hit by an enemy, even though the enemy only had like a 3% chance of a critical hit. So that was fun. That 3% does not mean un- un- impossible, though. It, it, correct, correct. It can happen, can roll three times yeah. in a row. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. Can, it can ha- three times in a row? Okay. Let's... Three times in a row. All right. Um... <laughs> so this game's good? And... No, no. Okay, okay, so it's not good. It's certainly, like I said, the gameplay might be okay if you didn't have to sift through all this other garbage. But I can't see sifting through all of the other associated garbage with the game to play what is like kind of like an okay Fire Emblem clone. It, it, yeah, the gameplay itself is fine. It, it is unfriendly in the same way that, like, the earlier Fire Emblem games were unfriendly, you know? Like, it will do that same sort of thing where there'll be a recruitable character on a map, but we're going to stick him on the complete opposite side of the map, and he's going to be surrounded by enemies, and you're going to have to, like, just race across the map to try and save the doofus from getting himself killed. Mm-hmm. It does that kind of <laughs> stuff that they've finally gotten rid of in Fire Emblem, you know? Yeah. And it's everything is um, and it's old school in that same way, too, where like every single time you want to add a new uh, you need uh, yeah, all, all your weapons are breakable. So you're going to have to constantly have to buy new weapons. And it's not exactly giving out tons and tons of money. And you have to buy all your weapons from on map uh, weapons dealers within so the battles, like, huh? Within the battles. Yeah, within the battles, like oh. the old school Fire Emblems yeah, were like the that. the OG ones were mm. bad with mm-hmm. that stuff. But that, that means like you're having to take away time from the battle to basically run your units over to the weapon shops and like shop and buy the weapons that you need. So that becomes kind of this, you know, longer term problem that you have to make sure that you keep your uh, keep enough weapons for your uh, for your characters to have. So they don't just, you know, like, oops, I've used up all my swords on that character, and now I can't do anything with him. This is just (laughs) delightful. Like, that part of it I could live with, because that's what the old Fire Emblems were like. And and the story is pretty much like what you would expect from an older school Fire Emblem, where it's a, you know, there's a lot less to it. It still has some of those, like... um, just like the old school Fire Emblems had where you could like walk up next to one character to another and then like talk and have those yeah. little like two or three sentences that they say to one another. Like, yeah, it still has that kind of stuff. Good. And so there's a I'm little cool bit of that. story going on between the characters and all it, it. The story is fine. You know, it's like an evil empire invades your your, you know, like your group of people that you're leading go off, you know, like run away and go to this other country and you start kind of doing mercenary work in this other country to kind of keep your, uh, you know, to keep yourself uh, 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 safe. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's kind of that, you know, predictable sort of old school Fire Emblem story. I, if the game, if the, if everything surrounding it were better, it would be something you might could recommend. But with you combine it with everything that's terrible about this release. I don't. I don't see how you can justify spending. Yeah, you know, or you know, recommending anyone spend money on it. So four out of five. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
perfect. Is that all you've and, suffered through? Well, I, I, I did, you know, since I was stuck sick last week, I needed to carry something along with me to the doctor's office. And so I shoved my Vita in my uh, pocket, and I've been playing uh, some of Utiwaremono, Mask of Truth. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's big enough to fit a Vita in. It's not big enough to fit a Switch in. Well, all right. What is? <laughs> is that the one that uh, Anna calls Underwater Ray Romano? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is okay. the second part of Underwater Ray Romano. Oh, okay. I played, gotcha. the, I played the first one when it came out, and then for whatever reason just never got around to the second half of the game. So I've been playing that. And once again, like every that thing is... Mm, what would you say, Alex? Like 65%? visual novel maybe 35 percent uh uh actual strategy battles yeah, truth is weighted more towards strategy battles the truth is better balanced overall yeah and you actually get battles more towards spread out more evenly rather than deception which we're all dumped more mostly towards the end yeah i remember deception was like it was mostly a visual novel for like the first seven or eight hours there were like one or two battles, and it was mostly just visual novel. This was definitely better balanced than that at the beginning, but it's 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 really fun. I mean, it's a uh, the the strategy RPG aspects of it were done by Sting, who did uh, the Department Heaven games and a bunch of uh, some few other good strategy RPGs and other turn based RPGs. Anna so loves the battle... Sting games. Has she played these? Anna, did you play the Underwater Ray Romano games? But the ga- battle system's done by Sting. She knows. Okay, I don't know what's going on. Then. I'll to... She hasn't gotten to them yet. All right. So is it good, Josh? Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. That, that's a fun little uh, strategy RPG. So long as you're willing to put up with some significant kind of visual novel sections in between the battles. You say that like it's a bad thing. I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just like, you know, you should be, you should, you yeah, should understand it, that. It, it going in. Yeah. Some people don't like visual novels. This game won't be for them. Yeah. <sighs> They're wrong. I remember, I remember oh, yes, Wheels but... especially did not like the Aqua Plus games because they had huge, huge story sections. <laughs> yeah, Wheels didn't like Tears to TR2, and Wheels is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Wheels. All right. Wheels called out. <laughs> Should we hear what you've been playing, Peter? Sure. Um... Like I said, mine's pretty short. Um, nothing new or exciting to talk about. But uh, I finished up Borderlands Game of the Year Enhanced. Um, I think I ended up finishing the game on uh, like level 34. I decided, normally I think I play those games playing the soldier type. Um, and I don't think I ever talked about that. But I decided to go the hunter route this time. Oh, you wanted uh, so a pet. He's... Yeah, yeah, he's the guy with the bird. Um, and that bird was way, way OP. Um, it wants you, if you level up down the rogue path, which is the middle tier, uh, he gets this ability at the end where he can hit more than one person. And if he doesn't, if there aren't that many targets, then he just bounces between, you know, one or two people. And so I would, uh, just throw the bird out and just watch the chaos ensue. So, um, it was as good as I remembered. Um, I have beaten Borderlands way back on the, what was it, PS3? Um, back when it was just an OG guy. Um, I didn't see any extra content, so I have no idea why this is Game of the Year 
version. Uh, uh, the Borderlands assuming... One, I think, because you can go up to 4K or something. Oh, got it. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember any missions in there that I hadn't played before, and you know, a lot of the side quests are pretty generic, so it doesn't really matter. Borderlands um, Two will have a bunch of garbage in it if they haven't done that one before. Yeah, that's next on the list. Um, Tiny Tina is the good part of that. Well, excuse me. Tiny Tina's DLC is the good part of that game. Oh, really? She, she herself is worthless, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah but grandma's so... shutting ups in the first game, Anna. Who? Did you listen to Torg's grandma talk forever? Torg's grandma talk? No, I don't think so. I don't think you've done all the, all the DLC then. It should be a whole Mr. Torg thing. Nobody knows. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I check the maps to try and find more stuff, but it's not exactly friendly for doing that. You have to actually physically be on the map to be able to look. So um, I gave up after a few maps. I'm like, okay, they're not on the little boards. Then I'm done with this game. So uh, check fair. that one off the list. I was, uh, you know, backlog is too heavy, so got to keep moving. <laughs> um and implementing some of the uh, the stuff we talked about on the last podcast, uh, we were playing more city skylines. Uh, Alex, you'll be happy to know that I found how to do the different like bandboxing for your. Oh yeah, he found that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and one... way easier. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because it's like once I looked for it, I'm like, oh my god, it's in like the most obvious spot, but I just overlooked it, I guess, um, what or didn't about? know what it did. What is this? So uh, in the last, um, yeah, when, the when last you're step. placing like residential zones yeah. and stuff, there are multiple options that you can choose to and how to collect them. Because when you have a curved road, you don't want to select like the fillway box mode because there's just a load of tiny boxes that you have to click individually. But right. there's one so where you can, yeah, the there's one where you can just click like a drag a space. Um, if you think of Microsoft Paint. Yeah. The the original or the default mode it's set to is like a paint bucket mode. Mm -hmm. So you have to sit there and keep clicking on each individual area. Um, there are band boxes for like a circle and a square or something like that that help make that process easier. Okay. So uh, my wife built a elitist town up in the northeast part of the map. And it's like all high-end residential and you have to pay tolls to get there and <laughs> only only the best of the best live in this area apparently um you know we're living out the dream that we can never live so <laughs> wow. um but yeah it's uh you know it's gotten a lot better um we ran into something else now that's happening where i guess if you educate your citizens too much they abandon uh the factories and start working in commercial areas. Um, yeah, you need, you need, uh, you need dumb citizens. citizens. Yep. You, that's what you need. Yeah. And I was like really blown away by that. Cause I'm, I feel like I went from playing city skylines to abandon building demolisher simulator 2020. Um, <laughs> because yeah, it's like everybody gets, aggravated when they're living near working near abandoned buildings they're like they make the city suck so you have to demolish them because nobody actually goes back to them ever um so i spend or i have been spending the majority of my time just demolishing it and meanwhile i should have been dis demolishing the high schools and and 
elementary school so people can be stupid. <laughs> okay. That's apparently what you need is stupid citizens as well as smart ones. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's really what, it, what it's been at. So now that I'm done with those, I'll probably go back to Kakarot, um, finish that up because I'm pretty close to being done with that. Um, and as you can see, I'm also dabbling still in Temtem. Tem-tem. How's um, that going? It's good. Is that I, the end game or whatever that is at this point? No, I don't think so. I, I think no there's idea. like five islands available. I've still never left the first one. Their <laughs> island massive. Okay. Uh, but I, I did, you know, we were talking about the difficulty in the last episode and how rough it is to get through. And I'm noticing that there's a lot of things that are weak to one particular Temtem I have. Ooh, what kind? And it's the electric one. The electric, okay. Yeah, so it's it's like all of these creatures that are are available, uh, I noticed all have the, the same type, which is pretty much wind. I think that's like... Wind in this game is like water in the original Pokemon games. Um, there's just an overabundance of them, and they're all weak to electric. So my main starter is getting his butt kicked, and then I've got this one that's like almost half the level of my main starter, and he's surviving just fine. So go find yourself an electric Temtem and... I mean, what's it called? Uh, Ganky. G-A-N-K-I. <laughs> it looks like a little little fuzzy bug with bullhorns. Sounds good. I'll look for one. Yeah, that's it. I don't like. I said it's a short week for me. Uh, Plus, I just want to talk about Kelly's games. Oh, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll get there. All right. Uh, <laughs> next is Alex. What you been up to? Uh, uh, most well, I think the main game I played was Ark of Alchemist. What is that again? It's basically Compo Heart doing an action RPG. Oh boy! I'm yep. excited. As you should be. Should I? So, yeah. T- tell us. Uh-huh. Tell us how amazing this game is and why we should all play it. Oh, so so amazing. <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> supposed to actually uh, complain uh, about it now. <laughs> the music's right. <laughs> music's usually the redeeming quality. Yeah, and it's quite short. <laughs> if we reach the end of the list of the redeeming qualities here. <laughs> Alright, so action RPG yeah, means it's like what? Like you said compile heart? So it's 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 weird because it manages to be both too simple and both com- too complex at the same time. What does that even mean? Well, the action RPG is part is incredibly basic. Because all you're doing is basically running around and then just button mashing. You don't re- that you've feels got to me re- like uh that the uh in oh shoot what's their name they start uh with an i the idea factory yeah that sounds like an idea factory game well it compo heart is a subsidiary of idea factory okay but it does most of its like internal development do you select your stages but... and story cutscenes from a menu um so that's that's like the first few agoras games okay it, but this one's yeah. This one. This one's different. Cause it's wait. This is an Agarest game. No, it's not. Oh, okay. But the thing with it's combat. So you basically 
you're set in a world where like the world is turning into desert, so it's basically a giant desert. But oh, inside the de- inside the desert is supposedly like some great power that is going to say that might save everyone. And so you're basically sort of leading a team that's searching for this great power, and that just means you're running through the desert, which is basically five separate fairly large stages and you just run through that and beat things up and then and you're done find, with the five stages and, and the game's over yeah pretty much yeah cool but but yeah but the simplest thing about it is the combat is very very basic because you are just running through and then attacking things the way the movement is set up there's no real actual dodging or actions on the player apart from attacking that feels like you're doing anything useful so it doesn't feel like your abilities are actually matching as to whether you win or lose it's pretty much all about your character stats and whether they're powerful enough to beat up whatever you're currently taking on and that's where the sort of over the complex stuff is because it pretty much wholesale uses the character growth systems that they've used in the previous Compile heart games, so similar to games like Agarest, where you've got like five different methods of actually improving a character. So there's this like the standard, there's a standard leveling up, there's training where you can upgrade individual attributes by spending money, it's does stuff, and then there's things like equipment and things like that. So that just becomes unnecessarily complicated and really hard to figure out as to what is useful in terms of getting more powerful and the tutorials are rubbish <laughs> delightful so yeah gameplay not so good story also not very good at all <laughs> because basically it feels like the game would play out the same way if none of the characters were actually there <laughs> <laughs> there's about there's about three scenes that have any relevance in terms of plot as occur. This is like a more extreme yeah. version of Final Fantasy twelve. No. I don't say that. I like Final Fantasy twelve. Twelve no, is no, a no. good game. I mean like Final Fantasy twelve would have played out exactly oh. the same if Vaughn and Pinello weren't there. Yep. Yeah, that's why Balthier and Ash are actually the main character. Yeah, exactly. With with Bosch adding a little more to that, yeah. No, I, I don't mean about the. Oh yeah, they're all good. So so I get to say, yeah, it sort of makes sense. But yeah, uh, apart from that, so you get some scenes that happen when you reach the various checkpoints you find, and then there's a ton of just random, random events between like one or two characters that seem like designed to try and sort of at least add some character to all the people but they're just pointless events that there's no reason to care about all for you whatsoever but you basically have to see view one of those every time you return to base which you need to do fairly often I'm bored about hearing this game did you play anything else Nothing particularly interesting. Uh, I sort of progressed a little bit on Tokyo Mirage sessions, but I didn't do too much. It was mostly doing side missions. All right. And yeah, that's pretty much it, though. 
Ugh. Cool. Fun times. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, well, um, uh, oh, me. I played more Free Enterprise. Uh, I think I said last week that I entered a little tournament that I'm going to do, um, but uh, that hasn't happened yet, so I've been practicing. Practicing right now. I've been practicing how to stream it. I have to stream it as part of this thing so that they can validate I'm not cheating. So I've been trying to make a high-quality 60 frame a second stream, but that's not interesting to talk about. Uh, so what else did we play? Oh, ooh, ooh. Anna and I started another adventure game last night. This one is called Coffee Talk. I'm interested Coffee to hear talk. about this. So this is a, this is straight up visual novel. Um, you literally just we sit there. You can have auto text advance. It's like we're watching an anime. <laughs> <laughs> Every so, oh, so often, it's like yeah, I, I've heard it compared to Valhalla. Is it still like that? So I didn't it play Valhalla. Like the... um, okay. I'm gonna guess Valhalla is better because oh, the okay. coffee making in this game is very simple. Oh. And it's very easy to, um, well, it's very, the order of your ingredients matters, but not in a way that you can kind of predict or figure out. So mm. like, y- it's not really skill so much as I, like the skill is, I think I know what should go in this drink, but I don't really know the order. And the only way to find out is to try. So now that's, yeah, see, that was the thing about Valhalla. It was pretty pretty easy to kind of figure out like okay this thing adds alcohol basically to the drink there was like one of the ingredients that added alcohol so you could kind of make the decision like okay do i want to get this person drunk or do i not want to get this person drunk and that usually played out in how you know like the the things that they said to you afterwards so it's more of a if you get the drink right in some conversations it changes some of the stuff about how the conversation goes but not in a way that i think we don't know if it really matters ultimately mm. as far as the ending you're going to get beyond like just how that night's conversation might go or whether or not you get a little bit more backstory on the character. Um, and also it's very easy to save scum the drink making. So like if you do it wrong, you do it the other way and then try and it's like, Oh, we got it. So um, if you resist the temptation to get a guide and you get it right, you feel good about it. And that's what I'm going to recommend you do since it doesn't seem like the penalties that high. So just enjoy what you can out of the coffee making. Don't expect too much. Um, you do that a few times a night, and then the rest of it is just watching people talk. And so far, we've been enjoying the story, and we want to finish it. Um, we're like at least halfway through, it seems. It's not that long. Um, and it's got a little calendar system because you kind of see where you are versus the end of the game. Um, if you like knowing, hey, am I almost done with this? Hey, you can check. Um, uh, what's it say? Writing's not perfect, but not as bad as I was hearing Giant Bomb complain about it, so that's good. Um, what else to say? Uh, we like the kitty cat character. We wish she was on more. And there's a kitty cat, Kelly. Do tell. She's a kitty cat. She. It's a world. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you run a coffee shop. Shop a coffee shop. A coffee shop in the middle of the night. It's only open after dark. And um. Everyone who comes to you is like a mythological creature, mostly because it's a world. It's like a it's like a Shadowrun style world where there's orcs mm-hmm. and elves and and succubi and mermaids and uh, Nekomimis, um, the that being the cat girl. So she comes in and the kitty cat jumps on the chair and you're like, why is there a cat here? And then turns into a lady and everyone's like, ah, it's a lady. It's like, yep. <laughs> Hi, can I have some milk? It's like, uh, sure. <laughs> so. 
and yeah, so it's all the fantasy characters, and it's it's a story about um, you know racism and and people dealing with other people and humans putting past their differences and how to let kids grow up and that sort of stuff. So it's a uh, very much a slice of life show. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're enjoying it so far. Mm. What else should I say about it? Animation's good. The uh, graphics good. Uh, sounds all right. Could use a bigger soundtrack. It seems like they got some royalty free stuff and just, they've gone for the lo-fi hit, lo-fi hip hop to chill out to sort of beats to for the music so it that works for the vibe of just kind of reading text um yeah so far i'm recommending it we'll see where that goes see if cool. how it finishes and if there's we don't know how many endings there are and stuff and we don't know how all that's going to pan out yet so we'll find out uh is that it that is it that is it that is it for me kelly everyone's excited about your games apparently <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because they're very old. Ga- well, one of them is very old. The other one, well, yeah, I've played nothing but old stuff. Yeah, it's, it's your uh, been, other stuff is old. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, been a hot minute since I've been on. Um, <laughs> last time you were trying to figure out like Earthbound patches and yeah. what Earthbound patches are right and stuff like that. <clears throat> I'm happy to report that I finished Earthbound with that. Uh, earth rebound patch that kind of fixed everything okay um i had even transferred it over to a console emulator that actually let me fast forward through battles because oh, and that really helped me kind of get through the game quickly because <laughs> um I there's was a lot of battles playing. in that game yeah 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 and i was like just strong enough that it, or i was just weak enough that it wasn't triggering triggering the auto finish on some of them which gets kind of annoying towards the end but I, I finished Earthbound. Um, I don't hate it like I did before. I don't hate it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't say I hated it. I just, the first time I tried to play it on Wii U, I just could not get into it. Sure. Um, the second time around, I, I can see its appeal, but I, I have to admit that I think I had to have been there, like during the SNES days when it was still new, because it's, I don't, I don't know, this, the game just seems kind of like everything happens around you in that yeah. game. Um, but it was really cute. I killed the giant space fetus, and everybody's happy now. Um, <clears throat> and then I started up Mother 3, which was the one that I've been really wanting to get into because that's the one that everybody says is just so good. And yeah, Mother 3 is pretty good. Um, oh, really? It, it seems... Yeah, it seems like it has more of a story to it and kind of like your characters actually have an impact on the story in that one versus Earthbound where everything just kind of happens around you. And the story is kind of heart wrenching. Um, I mean, without going into it too much, because I mean, it's kind of like a trails game where there a lot of stuff happens and a lot of stuff can be spoiled. But basically, uh um, you play as Lucas, and you're living in this really peaceful village, and all of a sudden this army called the Pig Army attacks, and they eventually like start um, putting happy boxes in people's homes, which are basically like TVs, and kind of introduce the concept of currency to this small town, and everything just kind of goes from there. Um, Is Pokey in it? Uh, I, spoilers. Okay. 
I'm, I mean, I don't know. I if he... Always wondered about for the sequel since I never saw played it. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, um, it, it's really good. I can kind of see why I didn't they, they why they didn't localize it because um, I think it came out very late in the GBA's life, and there's some stuff that could probably be considered problematic. Like there are these characters called the Midgypsies that are basically um, how do I describe them? They're not male, not female, kind of women or men in dresses, and they were localized like very talking about. Um, how do I put it, Peter? Did you ever get to the Gypsies? Yeah, um, basically, they're if I remember correctly, they were like just very androgynous, like they yeah. Don't, um, they don't really identify with anything at all. Um, so it was very progressive, uh, to be in a game like that. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's kind of hard to talk about because you don't know if, if somebody could see him as problematic or not, which yeah. is why it's kind of hard for me to talk about. Him. Hmm. And, and the fact that the name, the gypsies, um, the gyp- the word gypsy is kind of considered a slur now. So right. they'd have to like come up with a completely different name for that. So and is that is, so? That's what the Starman translation went with was Magipsies. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and they talk very, you know, honey and darling and stuff like that. So I don't know how problematic that would be seen. Sure. But that they're not bad characters or anything. I just don't know how they could do that without it being a problem. Um. What What else is there in that game? Um. I love the fact that the save points are all frogs and there is like no shortage of frogs. Like every, every couple of steps you, I mean, every couple of screens you go and there's a frog so that you can tell that they definitely optimized it for a portable experience so that you never have to worry about being too far without a save point, which I, I appreciate. Um, I, I finished that game Thursday night um, I I don't want to get into the ending too much because we are going to talk about it on backtrack, but um, <laughs> uh, the the ending is a little bit ambiguous. If that makes any sense, I I think I said okay. in Discord. I think I said the Discord channel they kind of pulled the Sopranos. Oh no! <laughs> but um. I really like that game, and I wish that they would do an official release because I can definitely see why fans wanted this game, and it it is the best one of the uh, Mother trilogy. Did you play the sure. NES one? No. Oh, okay. Pretty much, pretty much every guide that I was saying said that you could just skip the yeah, NES one because <laughs> SNES one is a better version of it, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's, I've heard that it's basically like the same game. Yeah. So and 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 it's hard. Like there's patches to fix that game to make it less uh, cumbersome, mm. but um, yeah. So we're good. we're going to be recording a backtrack for that on Thursday night, I believe. So um, I don't know when it'll, it'll go up after that. I don't even think that um, if Mike or Phil has put up the backtrack that we did for Chrono Trigger recently, and we recorded that last week. Okay, but um, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. Maybe the Chrono um, Trigger one will come out after you do this one because of time travel. 
Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Well, well, let me tell you something about doing Chrono Trigger slash Cross. Uh-oh. It is hard to summarize Chrono Cross and not sound like a raving idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually accurate. Because I listen. I was there's in this cat, of- and he's like you, but a different dimension, but not exactly. And also, the robot is a circuit, but also the old robot, but it's not like. Listen. Everything you cared about is dead, and the game has a terrible final boss. There's your summary. <laughs> and here's Chrono, Luca, and Marl at the end of the game to summarize everything that we forgot to put in. <laughs> we could, that's our Xenogears moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, when it goes up, and if you want to listen to me drunkenly try to recall the accounts of Chrono Cross, listen to Backtrack when it yeah, comes up. delightful. I mean, I wasn't drunk. I, I had one beer, but I wanted to be lucid enough just to do pull that off. Mm-hmm. But regardless. Um, and spe- speaking of old games, you know, last week I was out because um, I went on a road trip with my husband for his birthday. And we went up to Ca- Kansas City to um, go buy stuff and shop around. <laughs> to to and... be part of the Super Bowl? No. Um, though it's funny, like you couldn't like go anywhere without seeing people dressed in Chief stuff, which nice. was pretty cool. Um, th- this was the day before they won the Super Bowl, so I couldn't imagine how busy the whole town would have been that day. Oh, jeez, Kelly, but, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers Super for Bowl a week spoilers. Old, spoilers for a week old video game. Or, I mean, vi- <laughs> video old game. Yep. <laughs> nope, video game. We're going video game. <laughs> um, but... At a used game store, I found all three games in the Mass Effect trilogy for like seven bucks each. And I, I've been listening to listening to a lot of Games of the Decade podcasts, and that series has pretty much come up on all of them. Until so the like, end of the as third well as game. It should be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna give Mass Effect a try. I've Hey, the first one's a really good RPG. And the next yeah. two are pretty decent shooters. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I, I started the first one. Um, the character models are awful. Yep. <laughs> Very uncanny valley. But Star Trek what, what people. What are you playing, Kelly? Say what? 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 Which one are you playing? Are you playing this on 360 or yeah, 360. Uh, PS3 or? Oh, okay. Because uh, and and that's the thing with Mass Effect is that everybody was telling me, oh, you could skip the first one. Oh, you need mm-hmm. to play the first one. No, you well, could screw skip that it. crap. No Don't skip the first one. No it's way. the most RPG. Okay. It's my favorite. Well. Two might be my favorite, but like it's still like one. I have to think about it. Let's put it that way. And yeah. also, Marina Sirtis is in the first one, so screw that. Okay, so I, I made my character. Um, I made a femme shepherd because I didn't like how the male shepherds look, because they looked a little too dude bro for me. Well, the, the, um, the, the femme the right call. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it depends which male shepherd. Like, there is a male model version of male shep, and it looks like the most human because it's the only one based on a real person. And then there's everything else. Well, if, if Femme I Shep, however, if, is the correct way to play because of her voice acting in games two and three and pushing people out windows and stuff. So, oh, yeah. um, Jennifer Hale. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. why you play Femme Shep. So it's not for looks, in my opinion. It's for, well, you know, freaking bad, if, badass shepherd. <laughs> if, if I can't play a long haired pretty boy when I play a male character, then I default to female. Got it. Okay, uh, fair enough. And yeah. unfortunately, all of the male yeah, shape options the, were the, like the male model guy is short hair. Yep. Yeah. So right. um, I, I did Femship. My character looks like she perpetually wants to speak to people's, people's manager. <laughs> 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 it's 
<laughs> so she's a Linda. She, she Did you name Mom her Linda? <laughs> I should have named her Karen. Karen. Karen it's Karen. That's what I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did I think it was Linda? All right. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I should Karen. Have named her Karen. But um, she, I'm Karen, really cool. and this is my favorite store on the city. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait till you get to the second one, Kelly, because you're gonna yeah. enjoy this. Um, one of the first missions I did was going to go rescue Liara from the mining colony and mm-hmm. learned real quick that you can't drive the uh, <laughs> thing in the lava. Nope. Nope, you can't. Uh, you shouldn't get out of the thing to manually shoot people because then the robot will just kill you. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had to restart that thing like 10 times before I finally actually got to the mining colony because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And by the way, I'm playing this on the easiest difficulty you could possibly play. You may be surprised to hear that they took that my, that buggy away from the second game. <laughs> was that a controversy? <laughs> Yeah, depends who you okay. asked. A lot of people were happy. <laughs> yeah, because it drives Cause like that, garbage. But other people that, are like, "No, oh, I want my Moon Rover." <laughs> oh, that buggy was a bitch to control. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love the Maiko. I I did too, but I played it on PC, so I always kind of wondered if yeah. it just controlled like crap on the consoles. Oh, it controls. Oh, no, like it crap. always controls like crap, but it's just fun to bounce it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, yeah, how I, I felt. I was like, you know, I they have. I, I think, didn't care for the controls, but I did enjoy the exploration. How did they handle of... it? There's a DLC pack for the third game that brings the Mako back, right? Isn't that what, what it really? is? Yeah, I think no, there's a... no, I it? think it's something different. Okay, but they bring a vehicle back at that point. Yeah, they they bought a vehicle, but it's some sort of weird hover vehicle. That's... Right, it's hover. Okay, it, it doesn't bounce. <laughs> Fortunately for Andromeda, they did bring one back, and it does bounce. And I, I've been told not to touch Andromeda with a ten-foot pole. Andromeda's fine. Uh, don't touch. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Disagree. <It's fine>. Uh, <laughs> see, this this is why I've been curious about this series because of how polarizing everything is. Like Listen, play play the... well one. Don't play one. Play Andromeda. Don't play Andromeda. Andromeda is effectively completely isolated from the plot, characters, and galaxy of the first three games. So it kind of feels like fan fiction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't you don't need to play it to this whole bit. But we'll 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 tell you more about that yeah. when you're ready for it and you're not there yet. Okay. So don't worry about it. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm... no Yeah, you've got the trilogy to get through first. Yeah, no, I like I said, I just rescued Tali, so I've got the whole band and you now got... I'm oh, on the Tali. ice planet. Is your engineer oh. calibrating? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I playing. You should talk to Garrus class. and see if he's no. Talk to Garrus. Okay. You should check with him. Garrus he, is always he's, cal- he's always calibrating. Sure. <laughs> okay. Calibrating. Um, and, and yeah, I was blown away when I realized that that was uh, Seth Green as yeah. Joker. Yeah. Joker. Yeah. 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 It's like, it looks well, like him he... too. <laughs> yeah. Like, why does that sound like Scott Evil? Oh, because it is Scott mm-hmm. Evil. Um. And Edie and my, is that lady who was famous at the time from Battlestar. Oh, I never watched Battlestar. Yeah, it's all right. It's, um, and but... I'm glad you all were enthusiastic for me to play Mass Effect because this was so off my radar. Well, Edie's not in this in one, is she? Is Edie in this one? No. No, she's, she's in uh, two. Two. Okay. Two. Okay. Yeah, two. Um, also, my, my goal, and I hope you can do this, is to bed Rex. Uh, you can Rex. bed most people. Oh. 
Okay. Remember, yeah, not Rex. Not, not, not Rex. Yeah. No, not him. Shepard. I can't have even as alien sex. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can, can, but not that kind. Yeah. yeah. Even in the expanded options in two Listen, and three, you still can't. Kelly, you just can't <sighs> handle the quad. Oh. He's much too powerful for you. I, I I guess so, but you know, you would think that with their race dying, that they There's... would like, you know, want to propagate any way possible, but. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, I Kelly... mean, if Star, if Star Trek can have like half Bajorans and half Cardassians, and I think there was a half it's Klingon. A similarity how, do, how do we do we do we need to give Kelly any tips for things to pay attention to near the end of the game and how she should go about certain things? Or we just got to let her let her fly. No, yeah, her. I, don't, I don't think so for one. Okay. Okay. I, I'm sure I'm going to get no shortage of advice. I'm just I winging would, it. I would this keep point. some saves. Yeah, two, two and three needs more. There's more advice. Oh, there might be for one. There's one, one character bit. in the yeah. first game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just realized what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's uh, it's a certain planet, basically. Yeah. When you get. When you get there, just make sure you've saved beforehand because yeah. you might want to redo some things. <laughs> okay. I mean, she's not a game. I assume that there'll be 50 save slots. Oh, yeah. That's there good are, point. There's okay. already like five. I think we're safe. All right, good. All right. All right. No, not just because the Xbox like defaults to, do you, do you want it to save on a new file? Which drives me crazy when games do that, but whatever. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to play more of it after the cast. Um, we'll okay. see how it goes. And I love that game basically... so much, Kelly. I love, like, I was never into that sci-fi music style, the Vangelis music, and that mm-hmm. game made me a fan of it. And it's like... Okay. Well, yeah. I was I was never into this kind of clean sci-fi. I like my clean. sci-fi. Did you turn of... off the film green? It's yes, I clean. did. Oh, come no, on, I tur- Kelly. I turned that off, immediate- you... off immediately. Oh, that drove me up the wall. I got to put it Xbox on. You got to play with the film green. <laughs> no, that looks terrible. But no, when I'm talking about like clean sci-fi versus dirty sci-fi, I'm, I'm talking like the difference between like this versus Star Wars, where you know ships look like they're put together with duct yeah. tape. No, I mean and... Blade Runner versus um, uh, two thousand one. Yes, stuff sense? like that. Yeah. Like I, I like like sci-fi rednecks, and mm-hmm. that's why I love oh, the Mandalorian Starcraft. so much. <laughs> you yeah. like Starcraft. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh-huh. kind of side. I'm going. You know, that, love that stuff. Um, this seemed a little more clean, but I'm I'm still I'm I'm enjoying it thus far, despite some of the hangups. So we'll see how far I get to it by the time March rolls around. What happens? Or no, in I'm March? sorry, um, April. April. Rolls this is when okay. Final Fantasy Seven. You'll enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But you should be able to finish I, the first game at least, and yeah, I think you'll be good yeah. to talk from there. Because I don't uh, know if you guys. Kelly, do there's this. so many. There's so many things I want to complain about Mass Effect with you. I can't wait till you get to them. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to get to two because two sounds like the fun one. We get uh, to talk to... about two's end boss, the entire oh, last third of three. We get to talk about. The way choices in one matter or don't matter in two. It's just, there's so many things we get to get into. It'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm ten years late to the party, but um, at least now I can <laughs> Oh, and you get to go through the opening to two, too. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. This is all great. Is it, is it, isn't two basically like getting the band back together? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then they do that again in three. 
You're like, why are we doing this? Kelly, the answer is because like it worked in two. I don't play a lot of uh, games like this, but if you throw RPG elements into it, I'm instantly going to give it a try, yeah. and I'm so glad I did. Oh, Kelly, uh, you well, should read the book. You should read that one book that's good. Or both um, books, one... the Mass Effect books. Which one? There's, there's, there's at least like, three. Well, I only know about two of them, and they're the one uh, written by the guy who wrote Mass Effect. The ones by uh, yeah, Drew Carpishin. Drew Carpishin. Those are good books. Do and they have audio back... books? Oh, I don't know. I don't I know. Know. I'll have to check uh, Audible. I think that technically, well, the first one at least is a prequel, technically. Yeah. Yeah, the first one's a prequel. When does the second one happen? Um, I think um, it's also a prequel. I think it's also a prequel, yes. Yeah, so you can read them both. Um, but the I think it came out between one and two, the second one. Yeah. Um, but the first one came out before the first one, and it sets a lot of lore backstage, and it'll make you appreciate the world and world building better. And, like, I got into the lore of Mass Effect. Like, so mm-hmm. it's one of those sci-fi series that I'm, like, all in, and I want to know, like, how the technology works and stuff, right? So, right. There, there is no J-Book. There's what? There is there an is. audiobook? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Good. I do recommend uh, that, and um, then you two, like me, can be really sad by Game 3 when they kind of don't pay attention to the lore anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not going to pay attention to that whole minutia of, oh, your choices don't matter in the third game, and all oh, the ending sucks. I just want to experience the game. Oh, you can experience yeah. it. Oh, oh yeah. Three's when uh, Drew Coffin wasn't writing it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows... <laughs> Um, even Charlie Sheen can't make the game end better. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it's he's funny so good you say in that. two. <laughs> it's funny, Peter, you say that because this game is like so far out of my comfort zone between yeah. being sci-fi and being a Western RPG. So <laughs> this is a complete new experience for me all around. But I'm surprised with how much I got into it that that first weekend just playing through stuff. So we're going to see how... this versus finishing up Final Fantasy 14. It seems like this is more interesting to you. Um. Well, yeah, the problem with Final Fantasy 14 is that I'm I'm at my desk playing it, and sometimes I just want to chill on the couch. Ah, okay. and I don't feel like I don't feel like paying for the upgrades for the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, sure does. So, so yeah, but, but you know, I've been in kind of a rut since uh, Christmas because of, you know waiting for Final Fantasy VII to come out, and I just have had no idea what I wanted to stick with. But I think I'm going to stick with this. But then once April 10th rolls around. All bets are off. Yeah, because no, I, I, I don't. I think this whole cast will be like Final Fantasy VII. Because <laughs> I don't know Stringer if... probably if he comes out, he'd probably be like playing something else. But I, I don't know if you guys heard, but Red Thirteen's in it finally. Thir- yeah, they showed him in a trailer. <laughs> Kelly, he looks like a cat. He somehow looks better than I expected him to be, and worse than I wanted him to be, which I don't understand. <laughs> that's a that's a joke because i think i have like 3 p.m's that morning with that trailer oh, yeah, dropped yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is is funny to me i don't know if it's funny to the rest of you guys but it was hilarious that i'm so well known for loving that character that not, not only when the trailer dropped but when merchandise of him dropped i was getting pms like hey, wait aren't you wait here? wait there's merch for the remake version of red 13 um 
One of the Japanese toy sites, AmiAmi, has a pre-order up for an action doll, which is like their an highly articulated doll. Okay. Yeah, which is Phoenix's like highly detailed, articulated plushes that are also like. So this is a plush. 70... Okay. Yeah. So it's not a Kodo like Bukaya figure. Right. No. Sixty here, to I... seventy dollars. How big yeah. is it? Um, I can't remember. Life size. No, no <laughs> sold. I would, I'd buy a life size red thirteen. I would, I would buy a life size red thirteen. I expect I it would cost twenty four hundred dollars, but yeah. Well, I mean, they have like a huge cactar plush on there for a hundred bucks. And know, a huge. Uh, How about a rideable chocobo plush? Give me that. Yeah, I would buy the crap out of that too. I don't know why they don't do these things. But it's bad enough when my husband has to talk me out of gigantic Sonic plushes that cost two hundred dollars. So I don't. That's I don't think we all know you're gonna. That. It's Sonic. No matter how exciting it is at the at the get go, it's gonna be disappointing. That's just yeah. how Sonic works. There, I posted <laughs> the toy in Skype chat. I'll okay. post it in the right. Twitch chat too. Oh, Vaughn, you are dirty. Sorry, my husband's in. The oh, Twitch you don't chat. need to. You don't. Do, Audio show. No one needs to know. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, let's see. Ami Ami character. Let's look at this thing. Uh, also good audio content. Is Final Fantasy Seven action. <gasps> That's adorable! Anna, have you seen this? She says no. If you did, you'd want it. It's like a Build-A-Bear, but posable. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I, I pre-ordered it from that store, but if it hits the American Squeenix store, I I'm going to pre-order this... it there because I'm sure shipping's going to be much cheaper because that one comes straight from Japan. I want every plush I own to be redone like this. How do I get that? Um, pay a lot of money. Is that what? Is this like a? Is this everything Amy Amy makes or no? This is just this no. Thing. This is just a toy site. I I know. I just want to find. Okay. Because, like, the official Squeenix store site has um, Cloud and Sephiroth action dolls, and they have, like, weapons and stuff that they can be posed with. Cool. Wow, this looks amazing. Okay. I know, he's so cute. <laughs> this, uh, this store has a section for hugging pillows. Oh, dear. No, go. Go away. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that Why? won't be family-friendly. Why did I look at that? <laughs> I'm... I've made mistakes. <laughs> oh, all right. So I need to learn I, I more about action would, dolls. <laughs> I probably would buy a red thirteen hugging pillow. Oh, Kelly. Just to say, I had one. <laughs> and now it got awkward. Oh man. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here looking up dolls on this toy site. So you know, are we ready for news or something? I, I think so. Don't we have the feedback from last week? Feedback? Yes. Okay, let's do the feedback. Hey, here's the feedback. All right, and just pause. All right. Okay, Platym3 says, Am I getting the Animal Crossing Switch? Nope. I game in the dark so much, looks don't do much, although it is pretty. What do you do Bloody. until Final... F oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you would know you had it, and that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough for Peter. <laughs> what are you doing until FF7 comes out? Platy says, never played the original, and the remake doesn't intrigue me, so I guess just living my best life with the Legend of Heroes <laughs> Septology. That's a seven-pack, right? That's what's keeping me busy. Fair enough. 
Featherhoof says, getting to Animal Crossing Switch, uh, just insert the gift of Futurama where Bender's laughing and asks, oh, you're serious? And let me laugh even harder. And that's my response, because that thing is ghastly. Jesus. <laughs> what am I doing till FF7 comes out? Monster Hunter World on PC. Just finished the story campaign of Iceborne, and they're pumping out all the previous released uh, on-console version events and extra content at breakneck speeds to catch PC up to the console, allegedly, by April. If you want to join me or would like a hunting horn main to help you out, I'm Featherhoof on Steam. Ooh, I should add you, Featherhoof, and try to play. I'm so far behind, though. Um, question of the week from somebody whose name is not in the thing. Uh, Sorry. I don't know who it is. It says, no, I'm not getting an Animal Crossing Switch. Doing real-life household chores isn't exactly fun, but it gives a greater feeling of accomplishment than doing video game household chores. No, no, you don't understand. We're, we're asking if you're getting the Switch that looks like Animal Crossing. We don't care if you get the game. Well, given that, <laughs> given that response, I'm going to say no to that, too. That was Victor. That's Victor. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Sorry. What we're doing till uh, FF7 comes out, Victor says, Final Fantasy X-2. A back a backlog Chemco RPG to be determined. Why? World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth shenanigans. The second half of Luigi's Mansion three, and possibly Hero Must Die again. Because the more I think about that game, the more I really want to try it. Okay. Um, I have a friend who's been looking forward to FF Seven Remake for years. For his sake, I sincerely hope it lives up to the hype. Thanks for that feedback, all. Let's see. We should start thinking about a question of the week for next week. And it's also time. How should I play Mass Effect? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we've covered that, actually. <laughs> you need no, to read I, this I, book, I... play these games, don't skip these things, save extra files, be ready to complain about this, this, and this. <laughs> I feel like we've prepped you pretty well. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> we got news. Boop, 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 boop. Damon X Machina is coming to Steam. That's that Switch action RPG mech game. Nobody cares? Okay, it's 60 bucks, yeah. February 13th. <laughs> That's exactly what I put down. I'm like, I could I remember this getting announced. I don't even remember anyone talking about it. I was more excited about out. the controllers they released for it than the game. <laughs> hey, that, that controller's way. awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tortuga team, maker of the Braveland trilogy series of strategy RPGs has announced it's following up a um, title called Spaceland. It's making the jump from PC, where it was first released in September of last year, to PS4 and Xbox One on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Uh, it's an xcom style combat system, and it's in space. So you could go watch a trailer, see if you're into that. So we, sometimes Always Monsters, which I thought was a visual novel, but uh, it's coming to PC on April 2nd, so... There you go. We got a trailer for that. This is the follow-up yeah, to Sometimes Always Monsters. Don't get them confused. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah. No, that was it. It's basically been in development for like six years. I or thought so. it was out already. <laughs> I'm so confused about this game series. Yeah. That, yeah, that naming convention doesn't help much. <laughs> but it's, right. it's basically the opposite of uh, Always Sometimes Monsters, which was the first one. Yes, the opposite of uh, always sometimes monsters because that was basically you starting off with like nothing. In this case, you basically start off with being massively successful and have to try and hold on to it. Okay, somehow. Yeah, yeah that trailer just seemed like imposter sy syndrome. The trailer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Winter Moor Tactics Club is this the one where you throw snowballs at people? I forget. Yeah, this is the school clubs. 
Yeah, with the snowball fights. Uh, this is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. It's a strategy RPG. It's a uh, it's it was previously announced that the PC game is coming later this year. So all of these console versions will come out as well. Uh, we still don't really know when, but uh, this year. And uh, Anna Marie has an impression from PAX. Fallout 76 is getting an update. <laughs> it's yep. getting NPCs. Real exciting. April out. 7th. Oh, wait. NPCs, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's part of this one. I thought Ooh. they were not going to do NPCs in this game. They weren't, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Did Fallout 76 happen, yeah. and now they are. Okay. This is a Wastelanders update, so... Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. Dragon Quest Tact, not Tactics, Tact, announced for iOS and Android in Japan. So far, this is Japanese only. Like all the good mobile Dragon Quest games, they never want to bring it to the U.S. for reasons I do not understand, but I am sneakingly suspicious might be due to music licensing. Anyway. Could be. Yes. Greenix has announced Dragon Quest Tact for iOS and Android. It's a tactical RPG spinoff. It will launch in Japan later this year as a free-to-play title with in-app purchases. So because of that, I can also say we probably don't want it that much. So yeah. there you go. So it's, it, it, so it's Square Enix going after that Fire Emblem Heroes money. Yep. It, it so, looks kind of cool, though. Did you guys ever play the Dragon Quest Tactics game that was on DSiWare? Nah. I think well, I that did cool. because it reminded me of an arcade game is? I had played in Japan. But yeah. That was a so, long time ago, yep. though. So there's an important question then: If this is free to play, are are people going to pay money for like getting a slime in a swimsuit? Time to slime. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think there'll be a. You know, I can't rule it out, Josh. <laughs> I can't rule it out. All right. No. Some Kunio Kun games are coming. Dragon, Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler bundles coming in English this month. Uh, PS4 and Switch in North America. It was originally released in Japan in 2018. It's got 18 games in the Double Dragon and Kunio Kun series because those licenses are both owned by Arc System Works now. Um, and it'll be coming out digitally on February 20th, 2020. So that's 02202020. Not a palindrome. Uh, title covers uh, both RPG and sports genres. So you get from Double Dragon, Double Dragon 1, 2, and 3. I don't know if you get the arcade games. I think it's probably the console versions. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure console versions. Kunio Kun games that we've gotten in bef- in English before that you get here. Renegade, Super Dodgeball, River City Ransom, and Crash in the Boys Street Challenge. Kunio Kun games that are being localized for the first time. Niketsu Renegade Kunio-kun, Niketsu High School Dodgeball Club, Downtown Niketsu Story, Niketsu High School Dodgeball Club Soccer Story. What? (laughs) Downtown Niketsu March Super Awesome Field Day. I hope they keep these names. There's no way. Downtown Special Kunio-kun's Historical Period Drama. Oh, that might be my favorite. Go Go Niketsu (laughs) Hockey Club Slip and Slide Madness. Oh, new favorite. Surprise! Niketsu New Records, The Distant Gold Medal. Niketsu Fighting Legend, Kunio-kun's Niketsu Soccer League, and Niketsu Street Basketball All-Out Dunk Heroes. <laughs> All-Out Dunk Heroes. <laughs> Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden. <laughs> nope, that one's not in there. Okay, cool. That's coming soon. Maybe I should get those. 
Uh, Alex, what's going on with 5.2 in Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, stuff. Stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it's, it's coming out um, in 10 days. More story so quests that's, that's to follow up yeah. on things at post-expansion end. Um, they're also yeah. adding some changes to crafter and gatherer jobs. Yep. Uh, yeah, the other stuff is the second part of the Eden Raid series. Okay. Which which has the like Tetsu the Nomura design character. Oh boy. In it. Yeah. And there's also there's also some new side quest stuff and that includes trial against Ruby Weapon. And stuff for Ishgardian restoration. Yep. Um Alright. And... The, the usual the usual post expansion patch stuff. Okay. Uh, you, you get to see somebody eat dongo? Because that's what I think about with post-expansion content nowadays. But, all right. that was no Hildebrandt, though, unfortunately. Okay. No Hildebrandt yet. What's up with that? You know he's going to show up. Like, they pretty clearly yeah, teased but... that he left the dimension. <laughs> we have to get him there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um... Oh, yeah. Also, they announced the FanFest dates. Have they redone the... Sorry, did they do the thing where they redo the post original game content? Or is that uh, still taking are they still they, working on that? Uh they might have actually. Okay. I need to check. So there was there was some mention about this. I'll get back to you. I need to do some Googling. Because you know But yeah, they they also announced the FanFest dates. Well, one of the FanFest dates? Uh, North America is November sixth and seventh in San Diego. Japan is December 19th and 20th in Nagoya, and Europe is February 20th and 21st in London. Wait, does that mean Europe has an upcoming Fantasy Fest for this year, or Fan Fest for this year? Uh, No. Oh, okay. I think so. Yours is just over a year away. All right, cool. (laughs) Okay. Koei Tecmo has announced Fairy Tales being pushed to June. Another game delay. Oh, and they have a little apology letter. So, um, the Outer Worlds Switch got delayed, uh, which is weird because it just got announced. <laughs> <laughs> it's been delayed from its planned early March 2020 date uh, due to the impact of coronavirus. Oh wow! Right, I heard about this. Yeah. Anna told me. Um, the office is closed. So, because yeah, it's being all made the in, Cham- in China. working on it were in China. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's uh, yeah. Take all the time you need, guys. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. All right. Curse of the Dead Gods is coming to Steam Early Access. I don't remember what this one is. It's from Focus Home Interactive and Past Tech Games as the developer. It's an action RPG with roguelike elements. It'll be early access March third, twenty twenty. You're going through a cursed temple in search of riches. Is this like a Oh, what is this? Do I have game tape play? Diablo slash Dark Soulsy action RPG, whatever it is, and uh, I guess we'll learn more soon. Full launch anticipated later yeah. this year. There's a brief clip at the end. I think it's more Diablo y. Okay, good. Pathfinder our Kickstarter has some check-ins for us to do. First is Pathfinder: Ratch of the Righteous. It's the recently. Announced follow-up to Pathfinder Kingmaker, which I just got in my Humble Bundle this month. Um, maybe I should actually play that. I hear good things. Um, so that was also kickstarted. This one apparently also needs to be kickstarted, which I don't know why, but okay. 
And it's not a direct sequel to Kingmaker. It's going to be, I guess, a new story or something. But yeah, they've already hit their goal. And if you want to pay lots of money, oh, right. I have to do the thing. What do you get? How much to get the game? Um, $28. How much to get all the things? $10,000. Uh, no thing. Oh, wait. No, that's no longer available. You can no longer be part of the team. The most you can back now is 150. Nope, that's gone too. Uh, for, nope, that's gone. There's, there's a five thousand one. Oh, here we go. Five thousand dollars you can spend, and you can be you can design a quest. So if you wanted to do more than that, tough. <laughs> uh, how much can you spend if you just want like the game and a bunch of prizes? Let's see, Paizo Game Master, is that the one? Yeah, you're not creating an item here. You get like all their games, I think. Oh, I should I should be care- more careful what I say. You get a digital download. You get the game box signed by the team. You get eight digital books from Paizo to run a tabletop campaign. You get a, a, you get a cloth map. All right, now I got a new goal. What's the lowest tier where you get a cloth map? Because that's important for PC games. All right, time to cloth map. Cloth map, cloth map. TTCM, Anna says from the other room. Digital map. I think it's, no. I think it's the 169 one. 169... Yep, 169, you get a cloth map. Man, cloth map inflation is a real thing, people. (laughs) Other Kickstarters, we got Cyber Knights Flashpoint. This is a cyberpunk tactical RPG, because this is the year of cyberpunk. They want 50k, they hit it. And uh, they're going for what is this? Is this Shadowrun but not licensed? Or what are they going for here? Let's see... Uh, actually, it looks like a tactical RPG. Oh, with ship combat. So I don't know what's going on. Lots of stuff going on here. See if you like it. 15 bucks to get the game. And if you want to go crazy, you can, well, the craziest one's gone. That was 5k. But, uh, you can spend, pledge 10, or excuse me, $2,000 and design an operation, which I guess is a mission in the game. So go check that out. If you are interested in a cyberpunky tactical RPG. No cloth maps. No cloth maps. I would, I would back both of these, except that I kind of stopped doing Kickstarters. Cause it takes so long. Mm-hmm. All right. I actually enjoy that. Um, I feel like it just has like a constant flow of games that I forgot I had. Mm. Yeah, because you need more, Peter. I do. <laughs> yeah. <huh? laughs> All right, here's something I didn't know we needed and I'm a little scared about. The guy who was running uh, the Coalition, which is where they uh, developed Gears of War, he's now going to Blizzard and is overseeing the Diablo franchise. Um, As much as I would like the fact that they're getting new outside blood into the Diablo franchise, I'm concerned that they're going even further down this rock star butcher, like, isn't it dark and awesome, uh, bro? sort of angle that Diablo 4 seemed to be presented in at BlizzCon. So, I'm very concerned. It's but very dark. It's very dark. It's very dark. That's what Anna's doing in the other room. She's doing the same thing as you. It's very, very it's dark. really dark. So dark. <laughs> it's so dark. I still don't know if they were in on it or if they were doing that. If, were they doing it on purpose? Did they know how they were coming off? Did they just don't see it? All right. What? We'll see. We'll see. Can't know until till it happens. We'll see how that goes. Gears of War Diablo. Gears of Diablo. D 
Diablo of War. No way, that's that's like God of War. Okay, that's something else. <sighs> we have a review up for Outer Worlds, finally. Uh, three out of five, which seems low to me, but I didn't finish it, so maybe it's spot on. We got an Arca and Alchemist review from Alex Fowler. He loved it. Five out of five. Um, our, our reviewer on the Outer Worlds did play uh, um, Disco Elysium oh, first, so oops. maybe that influences <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's the wrong order. Yeah, and, incorrect uh, order. To I'm, play those of two course, games. kidding. Ark of Alchemist did not get a five out of five. You go, you go read and see how it does. You, it does. You chop the first bit of the <laughs> of it off. Point <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> is that the lowest we can give? Point five? No, we can't give point five. Is it we do one is the lowest? One. Okay. Yep. It's nine point scale. Nine points. <sighs> All right. Now some briefs. Battle Brothers, which is a turn-based RPG. Which is very, I don't know, this looks like Viking combat, but with weird graphics. That's coming to the Switch uh, in, what is it? Don't know. Later this year. It's out, been out on PC for a while. Uh, Gambare Super Strikers is heading to consoles. This is a soccer game. It was, it, uh, what is it? It's, coming, it's even it's coming a, to Vita. It's coming yeah, to soccer, Vita? Soccer tactical RPG. But it's coming to Vita? Yeah. Vita. Whoa. All yeah, right. Vita's getting, a, getting a, the first Atawave Rumino game later this year as well. Oh, that's uh, right. All right. So that's that's coming. Day, uh, Hero <laughs> Must Die Again has dates um, February 27th for Switch, PC, and PS4 on the 26th. So you check that out. That's uh, that's the game from the Linda and Linda Cubed and Orishika guy. Every, everything's weird. I don't know what's going on in this game. You have five days to live. And oh, right, this is the game where someone was saying you get weaker over time. So okay, whatever. Yep. Uh, Hellpoint brings the un- underworld to outer space. Okay, that's the headline. Sorry, it's uh they've got a date now. It's called April sixteenth for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC on Steam. I don't remember this one. It's an action RPG. You're on a space station, and I think you, uh, you're a big gothic evil-looking guy, and you chop up other gothic evil-looking things. Right? Is that what I'm seeing? Uh, whatever. You get a staff. <laughs> whatever that means. Kingdom Hearts is getting another physical bundle. What? <laughs> this time... What the hell, people? Okay. They're packaging the previous physical bundle of Kingdom Hearts 3. The new physical Kingdom Hearts all-in-one package includes... The Story So Far Collection, which was Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix, and Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Good God. Jesus. Now it also has Kingdom Hearts 3. Forty nine ninety nine. That is a lot of game for forty nine ninety nine. It will not include the recently released Remind DLC. You don't need to play that. But that's where all the Final Fantasy is. Uh, you you gave up on they, it. You don't know. I I didn't give up on it. I just had to start a new save file on easy. That's what and I'm I saying. Have other just, things to what do. you need to do is just play all those games on easy, since hard in Kingdom Hearts isn't hard. It's just frustrating. You are not wrong. I thought I might be wrong. I was just kind of guessing. I haven't played two or three. So. <laughs> I actually started two. I played an hour of two. I met Setzer and I said, "This isn't so bad." Then I never went back to it. I like um, the dodge mechanic in two. 
from the hour I played. I mean, two gets fun when you get out of Twilight Town like five hours in. Cool. I know that's not a ringing endorsement. Do, 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 do. I really liked Kingdom Hearts 1. Did you? Yeah, that, yes, actually. That, I yeah, played that it was twice. Before, that was before Nomura got up his own ass with the uh, story. Mm. Okay. Katakawa Games has announced a delay for Metal Max Xeno Reborn. Literally nobody cares. They don't <laughs> want it, right? March 26, 2020. I don't think there's enough time to make that game good. March 26th when it was coming, now it's July 9th. This is a full remake of Metal Max Xeno. That was the bad one, right? Yeah. They're adding Poochie the Battle Dog. That's a good sign. Everything needs a Poochie. Apparently that's a big deal. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Great. Metal Max Xeno. The, I, you know what? Whatever. We'll see. Blue Protocol is getting a closed beta. What's Blue Protocol? It's a Bandai Namco game. Excuse me. It's a Bamco game. It's an online action RPG. Closed beta. I don't know how this one works. Does this say, like, MMO? Is this a Monster Hunter-y? Oh, this looks more Monster Hunter-y. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. It is what it is. It's very anime-looking. Bamco. Go the beta. How do you get in the beta? I should actually tell you how you get in the beta. How do you get in the beta? Be Japanese. Oh, you have to be Japanese. <laughs> it's a four-day <laughs> beta. 50,000 players. Runs at the end of March. Applications open on February 12th. You can read Japanese and do all that. I don't know. You you must go to Bamco's site, I guess. We don't even know if this game's coming to the West. So, Children of Morta got a free content update. And uh, let's see. A new hard mode. A new Dark Blade and Mech Constructor enemies. New items. Larger HUD option. Uh, balance fixes and tweets. Tweaks. It's one of seven planned free updates with a paid expansion also set to follow. It's a cool game. Uh, that's what I'd like to get back to if I have time. And with that, that's our news. Did we figure out our question of the week? I don't think we did. You had suggested one, Kelly, but... Oh, that, that was just a stupid yeah. throwaway uh. joke one. Anna, you have a question for us? Anna wants to know when she will pass her kidney stone. <laughs> so are we doing over-unders of kidney stone versus Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> Final Fantasy VII versus Kidney Stone versus Kidney Stone. Over okay, under. I I thought of one because it's been going around on Twitter. What? Um, what gaming thing do you miss that kids today wouldn't understand? Oh, I saw that. Because, like, I I wrote down reading the manual in a car, or in the rather reading the manual in the back of the car. How about the smell of a manual? <laughs> yeah, really. But I, I've liked some of the things I've seen going around on Twitter, you know, like going to pick out a game on Friday night. Now I need to go smell a bunch of plastic. Thanks, Peter. I, I'm hey, telling you, that's a very distinct smell. That oh, glossy gross. paper smell when you would open up a fresh manual? Um, the day, it... Yeah, the, the days when the manual was used as DRM. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Renting Metal Gear Solid and not knowing the frequency you need. <laughs> G- 
getting a used game and someone wrote down passwords in a manual. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mine was, uh, uh, I actually put word uh, number munchers. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, honestly, that's the thing is like the arcane experience of sitting down at a command prompt, trying to figure out how to launch Lemonade Stand, figuring it out, wh- listening to a computer go, and then getting the delightful <laughs> beeps of do, 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 like as it starts playing Lemonade Stand. That's like a thing kids aren't going to do anymore. And it's like, that was. Yeah, fun <sighs> boot up noises is a thing of the past. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the whole thing and like waiting for it and having to figure out how to make it happen and then it working and like the anticipation. It might be more of a PC memory than a gaming memory, but I think it's close enough. Gosh. Can we go back to the 80s? We got to go back. (laughs) Marty. Let's go back to the future. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's look towards the future. New game release is coming out February 11th. We get Yakuza 5 coming to that PS4 re-release of the Yakuza games. And the physical version with uh, all of them and the even the PS3 case for Yakuza 5 comes out. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, that was part of the, the physical confused. version. They were giving you a, uh, yeah. a, a physical uh, case for the PS3 version of Yakuza 5 that, of course, never came out because it was digital only. So if you're, you know, desperate to have all of the PS3 cases in a row, you can do that now. Okay. <laughs> You're getting hey, you a PS4 that's... version of the game, not a PS3 version. Correct. Correct. Okay. <laughs> you laughed. That is some OCD that I ca- I can attend to because it it bothers me that Etrian Odyssey three never got a re-release. So my 3DS games are. Did they get it in Japan? One... No, they okay. never remade Etrian Odyssey three. No, you'll just have to hug your um, Red 13 even closer. I know. <laughs> All right, so Yakuza 5, if you've been waiting and you wanted to play it on PS4 because you started with this Kiwami stuff and didn't play before, this is your chance this week. Um, as Your Lane Crosswave comes out for PS4 and PC on February 13th, as does Damon S. Machina on PC. And then Valentine's Day sees, most importantly, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But less importantly, Banner of the Maid on PC, Darksiders Genesis on PS4, Expo, and Switch. I'm looking forward to hearing how that is. Um, Snack World the Dungeon Crawl on Switch. What is Snack World? And Spaceland on PS4 and Xbox One. Snack World. Snack World World is the level 5. Yeah. Oh, that's the dungeon dungeon crawly. Okay. This is going to be terrible, right? No clue. Because they're looking for fantasy life, and you're not going to get fantasy life. It, this was the one that was supposed to be a multimedia thing, and then like the game got delayed. It didn't match up with the anime, and oh, like good. turned into a mess. As I, I would not expect good things. Then cool. Well, because, the game could be fine. Yeah. I okay. Mean, from the makers of White Knight Chronicles comes. Well, I mean, White Knight Chronicles yeah. wasn't bad. It was just aggressive. Oh, don't you over. tell! Don't you start praising <laughs> White Knight Chronicles in front of me. The, the first one wasn't bad. The second one was terrible. The, yeah, it wasn't I mean, bad, but it wasn't good either. It was so oh, frick- no, it was the epitome <laughs> of mediocre. Is the first game. Yep. Sorry, I have strong feelings about White Knight. All right. I can tell. I'm so angry at how mediocre it is. I just just be bad or be good. Stop being here. <laughs> the place you're at is the worst. <laughs> 
Tell us where the game hurt you, Chris. Everywhere <laughs> and nowhere at the same time. <laughs> All right. That's there it was for the 60 show. hours of your life gone. <laughs> I'm so glad. I still need to play the second one. Need is a, is the wrong word. Um, <laughs> I still have a morbid curiosity at the second one. Wait, I, I forgot. Didn't the second one come with the first one, but you couldn't play the yeah. second one? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, you could play the second one. But, I thought yeah, that you had to play the first one. one. But, well, it makes no sense if you don't play the first one. Okay, I, I, I yeah, it's like it picks up it. right at the end of the first game, so it's like yeah, yeah. But anime so, that game is be better as an anime than what it was. What it was gonna yeah. be? This was the game that they showed us at like TGS, and it was like this is next gen RPGs on your 360 and yeah. PS4. Look at the collision detection, like the swords hit shields on enemies, like realistically and stuff. Then it came out. And all that stuff was gone, and it wasn't good, and next-gen RPGs had already been out for a while by that point, because the thing got delayed, and and nothing, none of the dreams were real, and this thing represented it. I'm still waiting for that yeah. level of RPG-ishness that we were promised back then, and we've never gotten. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed going through all those locations in the first game, the second game is literally going through those same locations in reverse. Well, see, I should just do that now, since I've forgotten it all. Just trans, I, you know, transformers with, I don't even know. No, it's mechs. It's, it's like a, uh, what's that called? When you got like a Sailor Moon style game. That doesn't matter. Thanks everybody. I need to go talk to a therapist about White Knight. I think. And then I, I a, think you do. And then hug a Red Thirteen. I'm not. Well, doing, not I'm not doing what Vaughn suggested in the White chat. Knight with me. Are the servers still up? White Knight? No, maybe. Oh, don't do this don't to me, know. Peter. Because I would totally play with you. Actually, the multiplayer was supposed to be better. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> Alex, Alex is not impressed. <laughs> I should play. You know what I should yeah. play is that um, uh, Dark Arisen, Dark Right. What's it called? Um, it's a Capcom one where... Dragon's Dogma? Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Dragon's Dogma. I don't know why that, that why that I got reminded of that all of a sudden, but you said online, and I thought about setting out the uh, your your pawns. yeah your pawns and stuff. Yeah, cool. All right, we need to wrap up. I've got like five hours of Fantasy Star Online two. I could go try to play. Oh right, I tried to play that. Oh, I'm so jealous. Uh, no, no, you shouldn't be. You I really am. shouldn't nope. be, Peter. Shh. Nope, stop it. I Peter, am. I. I want to play, damn it. So uh, Anna and I got caught up in this adventure game last night, and I totally forgot to do the PSO thing, PSO2 thing last night that I was going to do. Uh, and it turns out that's for the best, because like, the servers, they're not happy. The servers aren't happy, Peter. The servers that's are very they, unhappy. On, online server problems at the very start, I am shocked. Uh, they had yeah, no right. way of anticipating <laughs> how like, much demand there would be. When has that not happened? They had no way of anticipating how much demand there would be for this game that you explicitly had to sign up for in an app. They had oh, no yeah. idea how many people... Even, okay, so even if you didn't have to, uh, or if you didn't look at the sign-in sheet and see how many people, all you had to do was literally search it on Twitter... And, and localize it to the states and be like, hey, who's talking about this game? And it's literally everybody. So we know they knew how many people would be potentially signing in because they had the numbers of who had signed up, right? 
There, well, there's some, there's some, there's something to be said for we don't know how much server power we need based on certain F ways things scale, and we're running in Amazon's cloud instead of some other cloud that they used in Japan. Maybe okay, but it can't be. They've been running that game for a while. They should probably have a sense for the resources you need for it, given a certain player load. I'm, I'm betting. That answer is BS, and instead they just didn't want to put the money into it unless it was absolutely required. Can but, you just do me a favor? What? Will you just will you stream it so that I can watch and live vicariously I through even, you? Can I stream off an Xbox One regular? Uh, is that a thing? If you do, you have a capture card. Oh yeah, I, I do. I guess that would work. Yeah, yeah. use <laughs> the capture card. I don't. Otherwise, you'd have to use Mixer. Yeah, I, I've got a Mixer account. Yeah, you can do that, too. We can, oh, you know what? We should have Anna do it. She needs to rack up some Mixer hours for Natsume. <laughs> there you go. For Either reasons way. I can't get into. But, uh, yeah. Have <laughs> Natsume do... stream PSO2. That's probably not going to Yeah, gonna I was, was going to say, I don't know if that works that way. <laughs> she could ask, she says. But I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Is it okay? <laughs> All right. Why you do this to me, Peter? You're terrible. Don't do this to me. I'm, I'm sad. It's that a I twenty-four-hour beta. I don't care. <laughs> like, you get why? free items that well, I'm not I'm, getting. No, but I don't understand why. Why is it? Do you not have an Xbox One? No. Okay. No, and I wasn't gonna go out and get one. Buy an Xbox the, One the for idea this beta. Was <laughs> for a one-day, poorly implemented beta. I was like, I was right there, man. And then I was like, do I want to do this or do I want the Animal Crossing Switch? And I chose that. Even though everybody you seems to hate it. replaced one mistake with the other. Hey, <laughs> if, Shut up! If, if pastel is your aesthetic, then the Animal Crossing Switch is cute. The, the Animal Crossing yeah, is horrible. the right choice between I, the two, I, but come on. It's Animal Crossing. I would buy any. Like how you are with Red 13, I would mm-hmm. buy all the Animal Crossing things. Hey, I'm inter- I'm entertaining the notion of picking up Animal Crossing. You should. And then you should play with us. We're going to have big open rooms where we all get together and Is that a thing you can do? In our debt to Tom Nook. Is that a thing you can do in this one? I don't know. I, Anna's been telling me everyone's been spending the week complaining about certain the way features are being implemented and certain restrictions. So like yeah, I don't I mean, know what I, they are. Obviously <laughs> until I have it I won't know, but it, they were talking about Eight-player multiplayer, uh, and I'm pretty sure there is local now, which they didn't have before. But I'm, again, I'm going off hearsay, so going off that hearsay. is not an official statement of RP Gamer. <laughs> official statement of RP Gamer. <laughs> do we have those? We I do don't those? know. I don't think. I don't we do think. Those. I actually don't think Animal Crossing's covered. I mean, Alex and I are here. Like we are, we have the capability of making official RP Gamer statements, but. Yeah, well, that's why I said it's it's not. Okay, if anyone could do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alex retains his right to be quiet. <laughs> like, yeah, not he's retaining that. it right now. <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm just bored. <laughs> Wait for this to end. <laughs> I want dinner. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Go to sleep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We will see you next time. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, dear listener. 
Thank you to Forecast for doing the encoding, for Dale North for doing the music, for Kelly for doing the artwork, for you for doing the listening. We'll be back next week, right? Yeah. Till then, see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.